I really love doing this stuff. My friends, welcome back to the Awakened Space Podcast. My name is Chris Banish. I'm your host, and I'm going to do my absolute best, even with all of the crazy things that are going on in the world with the virus. I'm going to do my best to bring you to a sense of calm and mental stillness. Um, got a lot of fun things to talk about in this episode, and um, I just want to say I feel like I should do my part in terms of me being someone who is very in accordance with um, personal and spiritual development to, um, you know, let everyone know that's listening to this. The important thing to do in this time is to be informed with what's going on. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, But something that we really need to take into consideration at this time is the fact that the media is really good at getting us sucked into a bunch of negativity and basically it's fear-mongering and it results in us living in fear and it's very unfortunate and a lot of people, believe it or not, are very much addicted to that and so it's kind of like a cycle for these people you know um and this might be you too uh it's a cycle so you know they, they watch it they're in fear it drains them of their vital energy and then it just you know it just keeps happening over and over again so what i do know is that if you're here listening to this you are alive and you have a life to experience and you know you want to do something with your life and i really think that people need to get back to their lives i think that you know there's been a lot of misinformation there's going to there's been a lot of you know fear mongering and people are just kind of lost people are worried people are uncertain you know there's a lot of people experiencing very low energy emotions but unnecessarily i'm going to say this and plain and simple people should not worry because worrying doesn't do anything good for us if there is a very serious matter at hand which which it does you know appear that there is be informed take necessary uh measurements precautions and everything and do your part but don't worry because worry along with fear what it does to our bodies is that it cripples our immune system leaving us more vulnerable to illness to disease to sickness to viruses and what we really need to do in this time is come back to ourselves, ground ourselves with a sense of, you know, beautiful mental stillness. And uh, that's really what I hope to do with this episode. Um, so I would highly advise moving forward, anyone listening to this episode, take the first hour of your day that you wake up and don't indulge in any media. The first hour of your day is basically your baby phase. What happens is that you're just waking up and you're adjusting to the fact that you've just woken up. And the first thing that you need to feed yourself within that hour, at least an hour, is calmness, is mental stillness. This can be anything from you know stretching, uh, journaling, um, meditation, you know, five, ten minutes if you're new to it, uh, you know, ten minutes plus depending on how, you know, how much you really want to get into it affirmations about how beautiful your day is going to be it's really just about grounding yourself with beauty and realizing that there is so much beauty within yourself to show yourself because we're so used to being so in tune with all this negativity on the media 
misinformation unnecessariness and i'm here to tell you you do not need to be consumed by that and not only do you not need to you shouldn't be because it's taking you away from your own life i'm all about you know just going within introspection and just discovering our potential because we are amazing <laughs> i feel like i had to say that to end this uh this beautiful positive rant um but I really just want people to understand that uh, the reason that the media is the way it is is to keep us in the low vibration, um, energetic emotion of things like fear, which when we are in fear, we're more easily controlled. And with that, we can be exploited into anything negative, really. I mean, you know, look at how things are out there in the world right now with how, you know, um, the media has given us this information about the virus and now we're just in panic mode. We're going crazy and it's just totally unnecessary. So I really want to encourage people to eject, to come back to a place of mental stillness and, you know, realize that like, wow, even though this whole thing is happening right now, you still have this experience of life for yourself to attend to, to build something beautiful with, to, you know, learn a new thing. And also, this is massive. I do believe that, I, you know, I, I really do believe that everything in life happens for a reason. And I think that this period of time right now, especially because a lot of companies are allowing their employees to work from home because of how much of a health concern uh, COVID-19 is, I think this is a time for a lot of people to really reflect, you know, look back at themselves and just kind of, you know, ask, ask themselves a few questions like, you know, what, what's going on here? Like, like, is this what you actually want? I think it's a, I think it's a, um, an opportunity for some serious, uh, um, just introspection, you know, figuring out what's going on in their inner engineering and, um, you know, maybe someone who's been holding up a job, making a lot of money but not happy, you know, could see things differently. You know, maybe maybe you realize that, like, wow, it's more so the effect that I have on others rather than, you know, the amount of money that I'm making. I've got absolutely nothing against money. I totally understand the reality of the matter, which is money, just like everything else, is energy. And depending on how we figure out what we want in life and how we go about creating it, and that value that we add to people, it comes that way. Just in case people didn't understand that. If you're worried about money, don't be. What you should focus on is figuring out what it is that you want to create in your life for yourself to experience. Figure out how you can utilize that to add value in people's lives. And then pursue that 100%. Because then, once you add value to people's lives, then the energy of the money of the currency comes it's really that simple um but really consider this a time for that kind of stuff you know to really ground yourself in um yourself i guess <laughs> i don't even know if that makes sense but you know ground yourself in yourself you know come back to you you know i'm sure that maybe there's something that you've kind of been pushing down because of opinions and something that you want to explore but you haven't been because you care too much about what other people think, I'm not judging you. I'm not. I just want the best for you. That's all. So with that, like I said before, 
I hope to bring everyone listening to this to a place of mental stillness. And with that, let's ease right into the beauty. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about two principles that my mother taught me and my brother and sister. And it's something that I really believe. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is wildly simple, but of course it could create a better world. Um, So let's jump right in. I've been very fortunate to grow up with two loving and supportive uh, parents as well as siblings, like I was mentioning before, my brother and sister, that have the genuine capacity to care for each other. Um, This is something that I'm truly grateful for. And, you know, specifically because we're all there for each other. It's it's just such a wonderful thing. I've realized recently, though, um, that something I've been saying a lot that's very true is that I get my sense of isness. I love this word, by the way. I've been using this like everywhere. I don't even know if it makes sense. I don't even know if it's a word. Word, whatever. <laughs> isness, and that's basically like me saying, like you know, my mom is this way, my father is that way, um, and like combined, you know, I really definitely get my sense of isness, uh, you know, from them, um, from my parents, but. Obviously, family is a massive contributor in conditioning, like huge. It's one of the most prominent, actually. But as I breathe in that idea, I realize how true that, um, you know, this fact that I get my sense of isness from my parents is, I realize how true and, you know, concrete it is. Both my parents display a timeless sense of love, passion, and curiosity for life, people, and meaning. And um, this is definitely something that they've instilled in their children. I do my best to live by it day to day. It's rare to find either of my parents tackled by anything at all. My father tends to always have something going on that... uh, He's excited about and really always very much uh, excited to share it with people. He manages to always find time for people and uh, relationships. And I would say that definitely next to my mom, he's one of the most open-minded people I know and have ever met. And which I'm grateful for too. Um, I've definitely boasted about my parents to people because I I understand that, um, you know, not everyone got the best upbringing, you know, um, and it's rough, and because of it, you know, people end up the way that they end up, but there's always room, always, always, always room for change, um, I love this part of the story, because it really shows, like, you know, the background of my parents, and stuff, and, uh, and my mom, she's, she's a marvelous character, (laughs) she's just, uh, um, she always reminds me that she was called the uh, unsinkable Molly Brown. For anyone who knows that reference, shout out to you. Um, due to her tendency to stay optimistic, even during the most challenging times. Like my father, there appeared to be nothing you could tell either of them that would turn them away from you. 
And just for a case in point, after doing acid once, yeah, I just went there. <laughs> my girlfriend asked my mother how she felt about my doing, you know, about me doing acid. And my mom literally replied, who the hell am I to judge him? That's a true story, by the way. Yes, I have done acid, and uh, that was a very interesting experience. Um, yeah, just to throw that out there. <laughs> um, decades ago, my mother wrote with a beautiful calligraphic font uh, two quotes that she magnetically attached to the refrigerator as something we'd always refer to and uh, something that she'd always remind us of. These two quotes most definitely changed the course of my life for so many reasons and have really challenged me to present my best self to people wherever I go. Um, I know that I say that a lot, uh, presenting my best self to people wherever I go. I actually, I can't take credit for that saying. Um, I got that from Jim Carrey. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Jim Carrey. And um, I remember, I think he was putting together a uh, speech for a college graduation. And he was talking about the effect that we have on others. And then he went on to say, like, you know, I always try to present my best, my, my best self to people wherever I go. And I just love that. I was like, wow. Like, talk about, you know, for someone, myself, who um, is really trying to do the best to be my best version, my greatest version, to benefit myself and other people. You know, um, I really, I really identify with that. Um, so I think this idea of being our best selves is super important, though, uh, because ultimately it gives, uh, sorry, it goes hand in hand with creating a better world. As per the request, uh, I just said that way too fast. I'm, I don't know if, uh, if you've heard my previous episodes and one of them though I literally started talking because because I was just talking way too fast like literally way too fast um so I started talking about how people in like the northwest area of the United States talk like ridiculously fast for whatever reason my girlfriend and I in the past I think it was like I'd say a year ago maybe a year and a half ago we took voice acting classes and we ended up finding out that, like, Northeasters, I don't even know if that made sense either. Anyway, uh, people, like, in this region of uh, what is known as America, um, they talk really fast. They tend to talk really fast. And uh, so I'm really doing the best that I can to, like, slow things down. But as per the request of my mother on behalf of me asking her what she'd like me to talk about in an episode, I present two principles for a better world. That's what this is all about. Without further ado, here's the first one. The first principle is, simply put, and like I, like I said before, I'm really not kidding. These principles are so simple, but because of how we live life, we tend to live life in a very... Uh, egocentric manner and it's very destructive it's unnecessary and very unfortunate but the first principle is treat others as you wish to be treated 
As someone who faced a lot of challenges throughout her life during her upbringing with family, uh, financial standings, and you know other things, she's someone who truly embodies this ideology. The light of love that she carries with her through life is definitely a gift that she shares with not only her children, but also others that come into contact with her. Uh, perhaps she's someone who didn't receive the best treatment growing up early on in life, and because of it, she does her best to embody a sense of unconditional love and share that with people. I think that a lot of people that experience these challenges in life end up wanting nothing but to spread the best treatment amongst people. I'm grateful that I've been blessed with her as a mother. I really am. Like, on a very honest, real note, like, you know... Um, just to be open about it, I've, uh, I've been in therapy and everything, and, you know, uh, my parents have introduced themselves into that therapy, and I just remember my therapist, or I should just say psychologist, I guess, um, my psychologist, you know, he, he even, he told me the one session, he was like, you have amazing parents, they really care about you. And, like, I'm just, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm, I really am so grateful. I think the fact of the matter is that everyone wishes to go throughout life feeling good and being treated kindly by the people around them. Her philosophy of this type of treatment of people definitely embodies this idea. My mother is all about kindness, love, and unconditionality. As, as I say before, she's very accepting. You know, like, a... You know, she, she's the one who, like I was saying before, with the story of um, me doing acid and my girlfriend asking her how she felt about my doing that. And she replied with, you know, who the hell am I to judge him? Like, that just goes to show, like, the kind of person. And, you know, really, like, we are in no place. We, we gain nothing. We literally gain nothing when we judge other people. I, it's just the fact of the matter. We gain nothing. Except, you know, a potential and very most often false sense of information. You know, the mind is very good at unconsciously just, you know, incessantly judging this, judging that, judging her, judging him. And it's just, it's just not necessary. And I just, I really want people to become aware of that because it'll drive you into darkness. And the more you judge other people, the more you just find it acceptable to not only continue doing that, but also judge yourself. And I think that when you realize that it's unnecessary to judge other people, because, like, <laughs> for starters, who are you to judge other people? You know? Like, it's, it's ridiculous. You know? Like, no. Like, there, there's no place there. Like, like, no one gets the right to be like, you know, I am the Almighty and I get to judge it. No. Like, no. You just don't. <laughs> At all. It's just not... No. And so I think that that's where a lot of confusion lies for people. Um... You know, you wouldn't want to be judged either. Don't judge other people. Treat others as you wish to be treated. Plain and simple. Just like that. Moving on to the second principle. The second principle is, if you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. Remember how I mentioned earlier that my uh, mother was referred to as the unshake, uh, sorry, not unshakable, unsinkable Molly Brown? This is exactly what I mean. Her ability to remain optimistic in even the most challenging of times is something I praise her for. 
you know, holding together an optimistic mindset. Think about it for right now. Like, this is literally a prime case in point. Think about how many people, you know, um, they're sinking. They're so stressed out. They're so worried. There's a lot of uncertainty, you know. Um, My mom just has this way of, you know, it'll work itself out. And it and it does. And I really do believe, and I got I got this sense of isness, as I said before, from her. You know, everything happens for a reason. You know, we're going through this for a reason. This this beautiful planet. I didn't even mention this before. This beautiful planet is you know having an opportunity to restore itself without you know our chaotic, disgusting pollution. And it's gorgeous. And, you know, that's happening, and I'm so happy for it that that's happening. And, like, yo, if I could just retreat to nature and just, like, be there, like, you know, man, like, nature is so beautiful. It has, I'm going to say this, and I mean it, period. Nature has all the answers. Stillness is one of them. (laughs) Now, I understand that there are things like, you know, like hurricanes and disasters and stuff, and I really do believe that they get a lot more severe as we mess this planet up. But, you know, it's something we've got to take into consideration. For those who didn't understand what I just said, I think that these natural disasters are getting more severe the more we mess this planet up. So, yeah, now getting back to what I was saying before. Um... Earlier on, and even now in our lives, uh, my mom reminds us of this principle. What I think is beautiful about it for me is that it kind of straightens me out in line with more of a heartfelt and loving resonance. Um, Something that um, I should just refer to as living in the heart. Uh, We tend to lock ourselves inside of certain emotions with people. Uh, lower energy ones, you know, for that matter, sometimes. And we get stuck inside things like resentment. It's so freeing to just forgive, smile, and love. But, of course, you know, for a lot of people, there's this voice holding them back from it, you know, uh, this voice of insanity, (laughs) this voice of ego. Um, I think that's what's... uh, I, th- I, th- I really think that that's what this is all about, you know. Uh, of course, resolving matters um, we have with people is important. Most definitely resolving matters we have with people is important. But there's so much room for expansion and ascension in this place of love and light. I'm sure many of us have had experiences where either our day or internal state has been changed by a smile from someone or maybe we did this for someone it's a great feeling and you know a really great way to connect i totally know and understand that not everyone has been blessed with amazing parents and a loving support system of a family but the reason i wanted to share these principles is not only on behalf of my beautiful mother's request but also because i believe in their potentials to literally change the way we experience life and relationships the truth about the effect we have on others is that we tend to treat people based on how we feel about ourselves rather than how we want to feel or be treated i also think that the reason this 
message is so powerful is because the person that it's coming from didn't receive the best treatment in life, but still, you know, really wanted to give the best treatment in life to others. I think it's important that we all do our part to make this world a better place. This often involves going within and healing, you know. Um, we tend to project what we experience as our problems outwards, and, you know, unfortunately people tend to mistake that as their own when it's not, you know, we've really got to uh, heal ourselves. I think we tend to look outside of ourselves for the answers and think someone or something is going to do it and save us, but really, that's our job, like I was just saying. I love this, by the way. I, what I'm about to say, this, this is one of the highlights, you know, aside from the two principles and other things I've talked about in this episode, this is one of the serious highlights. And the reason why it's so serious is because it's so simple, but like I said before, so many people are driven by this unconscious voice of ego, and it's just unnecessary. So here we go. It costs zero cents to be kind to others. And that type of thinking in action has the ability to change the world. We have so much potential to share beauty with others. You know, let's not waste energy on anything else because it's just not necessary. But really, this whole idea that it costs zero cents to be kind to others. Like, think about how, like, actually real that is. Like, it literally costs zero cents to be kind to others. You know, I, I understand that a lot of people walk around life really upset and stuff, and um, they project that onto other people. You know, people walk around life really unhappy, they project that onto other people. Um, it is without a doubt that people need to take care of their own stuff, you know. Um, they really need to, you know, go within and change the map, you know, uh, change the direction, really figure stuff out for themselves, and you know, take care of that, and really, all together, we can all make this world a better place, um, it's possible, we just gotta do our part, um, I really think it takes an element of, you know, uh, forgiving, um, accepting, and loving, and just, you know, I think that we're too consumed by identity, too consumed by the voice in our heads, and, um, you know, it's interesting because that, I, I really would argue that that is insanity, especially when it causes so much destruction. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope that this episode found you at, you know, your best. And I just really want to encourage people to, you know, live their best, uh, live their best lives and, you know, realize that you know, you can give someone a smile, and also, it literally has the power to change your internal state, smiling, just like that, has the power to change your internal state, and really treating others as you wish to be treated, and, you know, uh, just because you've been treated a certain way in the past doesn't mean that that needs to be continued, you know, there's so much potential for beauty here. And that's what this message is all about. Uh, so, shout out to my wonderful, amazing mother uh, for suggesting me putting this episode together. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful that she reached out to me. And, you know, this is something that I've really tried to, like, go beyond myself. And when I say myself, I mean 
a lot of the BS that I've lived by because, you know, in the search of finding myself, there's always been that element of, you know, voice in the head that stops me from doing things that could really benefit myself and other people simply because it's limiting, it's destructive, and it's unnecessary. So, it's really simple. Live in the heart, people. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, if there's anything at all, anything that you'd like me to address in any of the future episodes, I'd be more than happy to take care of that. Uh, you're more than welcome to reach out to me on any platform. You can find me on, I am literally across all of them, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Yes, I'm a YouTuber, by the way, for those that actually don't know. Um, what else is there? LinkedIn, um, Snapchat, um, TikTok, I am. So find me. Uh, I go by Chris Banish. Um, no space between Qu- uh, Chris and Banish, by the way. And just, you know, say something. Come by and say hi. <laughs> Much love, light, and peace. Over and out. <laughs>